Merry Christmas. I admit, I have hesitated to say or write that phrase at times over the last couple of weeks as I have witnessed families not able to gather this year or who have a loved one in a care facility they are not able to visit or have had a loved one die and they are not able to gather with friends and family to grieve or they're not able to come to Mass or so many other ways that we are having a difficult year. Maybe you've been one of the people who have kind of winced when somebody said Merry Christmas to you. But before we stop wishing each other Merry Christmas, let's take a deeper look at what we are saying. Let's start with the word Mary. The English word Mary did not originally convey jolly or mirthful. It was more along the lines of blessed, peaceful, a deep-down inner joy rather than revelry. One gets a sense of its original meaning in the well-known carol, God rest ye merry gentlemen. Now I admit, I've tended to sing that as, God rest ye merry gentlemen. Kind of that sense of these happy guys, right? These merry gentlemen frolicking along. But if you look at the word, the song, there's a comma there between merry and gentlemen. And what that indicates, again, with that original meaning of Mary, it's, when you sing it, it's really a blessing from God invoked upon them. God rest ye peacefully, gentlemen. Thus, Merry Christmas, when spoken to one another, is a blessing. And I think we need that blessing more than ever this year. Now, the above is taken out of the little blue book. So if you're using it, that's what you'll read tomorrow. That's the word Mary. What about the word Christmas? Now, just to show you what great depths I go to research my homily. I went back to the blue book, but this time I had to go all the way to December 30th. And that's where the caption is, why is it called Christmas? And here's what it says. In medieval England, the name of the feast being celebrated was joined to the word mass, and this became the name of the day. For example, the feast of St. Michael is called Michael Mass. The feast of the presentation, because candles were blessed on that day, is called Candle Mass. Thus it is that in English, the feast of the birth of Christ is called Christmas. So it's really Christ Mass. And that's what we're doing this morning as we are gathering. We're gathering for Mass on the feast of Christ's birth. What a perfect place to be. Now, Think about what happens at Mass. Mass today, Mass anytime we gather for Mass. It's two main parts. It's the liturgy of the Word and the liturgy of the Eucharist. And in the first part, with the liturgy of the Word, we hear readings from Scripture. And I want to focus on the Gospel that we just heard. The Gospel is taken from Luke chapter 2, and it tells us about the birth of Jesus 
But imagine if you're listening to it for the first time. What's being described is a very difficult situation. Here you've got this couple who are far from home. Uh, if, if you, nowadays, if, if you go to Nazareth, that's in the northern part of Israel. Bethlehem is south of Jerusalem. It's a little bit of a drive by car, but imagine in doing it by donkey or walking, and imagine in doing it when you're about to give birth. That was Mary's situation. But they go to Bethlehem because of the census, and when they get there, do they find a place to stay? No. There's no room for them in the inn. They end up in the stable. And she ends up giving birth there, and the baby is born and laid in a manger, a feed box for animals. And now the scene shifts to some shepherds who are out doing their night watch with their flock, and all of a sudden this angel, and this is not one of these nice little decorative angels here, this is an angel that terrifies them, seeing an angel. But that's where the angel is quick to say, Do not be afraid. For behold, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior has been born for you, who is Christ and Lord. Now, in leading up to today, on Sunday, I said, well, Christmas, I'll talk about the baby, but Sunday, let's meet the parents. And so we talked a little bit about Mary and Joseph and then God the Father. But today, let's think about this baby in that manger. And in some ways, this baby is like every other baby that's ever been born. It's a miracle. It's a wonderful gift of life, something to be cherished, every baby that's born. And like every baby, baby Jesus is vulnerable, totally vulnerable, totally dependent on the care of his parents. But this baby is unlike any other baby in the whole world, ever born before, ever born since. He is our Savior, who is Christ and Lord. So that's the good news the gospel that we hear today on Christ's Mass. Jesus, our Savior, is born. And then the second part of our liturgy is the liturgy of the Eucharist. The Eucharist is when we receive the body of Christ. And again, I'm going to go back to that gospel. The shepherds are told, this will be a sign for you, an infant lying in a manger. And that manger is significant. It's not just a place where there's some People often put straw in their manger. If you go to somebody's farm, you're not going to find straw in the manger, all right? You got hay in there or, or, or grain because that's what the animals feed on, right? That's the food for the animals. Well, lying Jesus in a manger is saying, Jesus is our food. Jesus is our nourishment. Jesus is the one who later on says to us, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats this bread shall live forever. Jesus is the one who nourishes and sustains us in this life and prepares us for the life to come. I'm aware that, I mean, this is so wonderful that we can gather this morning. I'm so thrilled. You know, at, at Easter it was Deacon Bob and Riley and Trevor. That was 
yet in here in church. So uh, I'm just pleased we can be gathered for Christ's Mass. But I'm aware that so many of our parishioners don't feel comfortable yet coming back to church. And they have not received the Lord in the Eucharist uh, since March or before. Uh, and, and there's a real hunger to receive Jesus in the Eucharist. I pray that the day will come soon that they can return to church and receive Jesus, the bread of life, in the Eucharist. In the meantime, for those who are participating by live stream at home, and for those of you who are in church this morning, when you return to your home, uh, I told you on Sunday, look at that statue of Mary and Joseph in your manger scene. Now look at that baby Jesus in the manger. Read Luke chapter 2 and pray to Jesus, the one who nourishes and sustains us, that in good times and in challenging ones, and say to the people around you, from all your heart, Merry Christmas.